Hello and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is October 5th and we will be reading paragraphs 2172 through 2179 today. And we are right in the middle of the third commandment today, so we'll talk about the Sabbath day and then we'll uh, begin the Lord's day. And we begin in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God's action is the model for human action. If God rested and was refreshed on the seventh day, man too ought to rest and should let others, especially the poor, be refreshed. The Sabbath brings everyday work to a halt and provides a respite. It is a day of protest against the servitude of work and the worship of money. The Gospel reports many incidents when Jesus was accused of violating the Sabbath law. But Jesus never fails to respect the holiness of this day. He gives this, this law its authentic and authoritative interpretation. The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. With compassion, Christ declares the Sabbath for doing good rather than harm, for saving life rather than killing. The Sabbath is the day of the Lord of mercies, and a day to honor God. The Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Roman numeral 2, the Lord's Day. This is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. The day of the resurrection, the new creation. Jesus rose from the dead on the first day of the week. Because it is the first day, the day of Christ's resurrection recalls the first creation, because it is the eighth day following the Sabbath, it symbolizes the new creation ushered in by Christ's resurrection. For Christians, it has become the first of all days, the first of all feasts, the Lord's Day. Sunday. We all gather on the day of the sun, for it is the first day after the Jewish Sabbath, but also the first day when God, separating matter from darkness, made the world. And on this same day, Jesus Christ, our Savior, rose from the dead. Sunday, Fulfillment of the Sabbath Sunday is expressly distinguished from the Sabbath, which it follows chronologically every week. For Christians, its ceremonial observance replaces that of the Sabbath. In Christ's Passover, Sunday fulfills the spiritual truth of the Jewish Sabbath and announces man's eternal rest in God. For worship under the law, prepared for the, the mystery of Christ, and what was done there prefigured some aspects of Christ. Those who lived according to the old order of things have come to a new hope, no longer keeping the Sabbath, but the Lord's day, in which our life is blessed by him and by his death. The celebration of Sunday observes the moral commandment inscribed by nature in the human heart, to render to God an outward, visible, public, and regular worship, as a sign of his universal beneficence to all. Sunday worship fulfills the moral command of the Old Covenant, taking up its rhythm and spirit in the weekly celebration of the Creator and Redeemer of his people. The Sunday Eucharist The Sunday celebration of the Lord's Day and his Eucharist is the heart of the Church's life. Sunday is the day on which the Paschal Mystery is celebrated in light of the apostolic tradition 
and is to be observed as the foremost holy day of obligation in the universal church. Also to be observed are the day of the nativity of our Lord Jesus Christ, the epiphany, the ascension of Christ, the feast of the body and blood of Christ, of Christ, the feast of Mary, the mother of God, her immaculate conception, her assumption, the feast of St. Joseph, the feast of the apostles, Saints Peter and Paul, and the feast of all saints. This practice of the Christian assembly dates from the beginnings of the apostolic age. The letter to the Hebrews reminds the faithful not to, not to ne neglect to meet together, as is the habit of some, but to encourage one another. Tradition preserves the memory of an ever-timely exhortation. Come to church early, approach the Lord, and confess your sins. Repent in prayer. Be present at the sacred and divine liturgy. Conclude its prayer and do not leave before the dismissal. We have often said, This day is given to you for prayer and rest. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. A parish is a def definite community of the Christian faithful, established on a stable basis within a particular church. The pastoral care of the parish is entrusted to a pastor as its own shepherd under the authority of the diocesan bishop. It is the place where all the faithful can be gathered together for the Sunday celebration of the Eucharist. The parish initiates the Christian people into the ordinary expression of the liturgical life. It gathers them together in this celebration. It teaches Christ's saving doctrine. It practices the charity of the Lord in good works and brotherly love. You cannot pray at home as at church, where there is a great multitude, where exclamations are cried out to God as from one great heart, and where there is something more, the union of minds, the accord of souls, the bond of charity, the prayers of the priests. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com, and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.